Hey everyone, Josiah here. Mike and I wanted to say Black Lives Matter and that we are donating the ad revenue for the show to the Chicago Bail Fund to help protesters who were arrested in Chicago and to Reclaim the Block, which is a Minnesota organization dedicated to getting city funding allocated to the community and away from the police. We've included links to where you can donate to these causes as well as others in the show notes. We record all our episodes in advance, so sometimes it feels weird when we don't recognize important things that are happening on the show. So we wanted to let all our listeners know, especially our black listeners and other listeners of color, that we hear you, we support you, and we're going to be vocal about it. All right, so check out the show notes, donate your money and your time, and enjoy the show. The hit Broadway musical Hamilton was filmed with its original cast long ago. And the movie is set to release on Disney Plus July 3rd. So this month, we're doing an entire month of musical theater-related episodes. Picture this. You're living in America at the end of the millennium. They've re-released the original trilogy in theaters, and a brand new Star Wars movie is about to come out. But first, it's time to check out that hit musical on Broadway. That's right. We're covering Rent. Mike. Hi. And hello, dear <laughs> listeners. Welcome to what is this? Yes, hello to the listeners. What is this show? This is called How Star Wars Is It? It's a podcast. You know, uh, the only way that you would know that is because you have it downloaded already mm-hmm. uh, because it's the only one. That's right. We are the only podcast in the podcast store. Uh, and they it's meager times at old iTunes. They have only one to offer. You'd think if we were the only podcast in the store, we'd be making more money. <laughs> it's true. It's true. But the thing about podcasts is they give them away for free, you know? Oh, right. Mm-hmm. Um, and, mm-hmm. and so uh, on this show, we uh, it's called How Star Wars Is It? You heard that in the little song. Um, we mm-hmm. rate and review anything at all. It could be a movie. It could be a TV show. It could be sure. a drink. It could be a season of the year. And we don't say how good or bad it is. We no. say how Star Wars it is. That's it's right. Not We're not concerned. Quality. Yes. <laughs> it's about quantity of Star Wars. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Um, and Josiah and I both being um, big fans of Broadway. Of the Great White Way. Yeah, are are both very excited that Disney Plus has pushed up their release date for the smash hit hamilton by something like 13 months or 15 months i think it was 15 years yeah oh yeah 2021 years (laughs) um and so uh we've we've played around with this idea since this show's inception but we're going to do um a whole month of broadway episodes so mike and i uh have some bone uh uh uh, musical theater bona fides bona feeds Mm -hmm. whatever you want to call them uh, and we we also that's how we met was doing Anarchy the Improvised Rock Opera <laughs> yeah right <laughs> which th- this this episode today will be uh, I'm sure we'll talk a lot about that but we also have another expert on the show today yeah arguably the biggest of the three of us almost certainly the, the biggest theater. of the three of us. <laughs> yeah um please welcome back to the podcast Woo! you know her from the Shark, Shark Tank, Tank episode of this podcast. <laughs> 
Caitlin Serza. Hi. Woo. Hey, Caitlin. I'm so happy to be back. It took a lot for me to get here. I had to carve out a lot of time in my schedule. Mm-hmm. I'm very busy. I live very far away from the studio. Mm-hmm. So but well, I'm happy I could make it work. And it's just nice because it's like we know you we know you shuffled a lot of stuff to make it around the first time. And it is good yeah. that you waited a full calendar year to do it again. I'm very happy. Yeah, I just, you know, I wanted to give you guys a little bump in the beginning and then see how you could do on your own. And yeah. now I'm back. <laughs> hey, we... I think it was a pretty big bump at the time. In fact, I, I, I don't know if, I, and I'm sure it was because of you. Almost. But, um, I, I... I think maybe also we got some real search engine hits because people were like, a podcast episode about Shark, about Tank. shark Tank? Nobody talks I, about I Shark Tank. I typed Shark Tank into the Spotify search and only three things came up. And one was, episode 18 <laughs> shark tank with caitlin Serza. also I don't know if it was 18 also that was during shark week so who knows there could have been some shark week people that found that's us on right, accident yeah, shark, oh, yeah. shark month that's why we yeah. did shark month our very uh i was gonna say ill-advised but no i think it was some of our best work oh wait that's right we backed into shark month because we had already recorded the episode <laughs> with you of shark tank and we're like can we do like three other shark things <laughs> Turns out and we could do 10 other yeah. shark things. Yeah, we had, so yeah, I'm, I'm looking it up here. We got, so it wasn't a full year, but August 5th, 2019, we had Caitlin Serza on uh, talking about Shark Tank, episode 23. Um, wow. So yeah, that's honestly, that was later on. I thought it was earlier than that, but I'm glad you're back. Um, Me too. Caitlin, you've got. It's so crazy because this is episode like 60 something. It's been that's like true. It's been a long time. 40 weeks. Wow. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Don't don't say it in the terms of the weeks. That was like chilling somehow. Like saying 40 <laughs> weeks was very. That was awful. 40 is a very like biblical number in terms of yeah. counting time. Well, that's how. the That's the gestation period of a human. 40, 40 weeks. <laughs> Dang, we could have we could this podcast could have had a baby in between the time that the last time you were here. Hey, we <laughs> don't know that. that it hasn't. That's true. Oh God, has this podcast been sleeping around? Oh dear. Hey, speaking of actually, wait, no, I'm, I gotta save that for later. But Caitlin, you also have. Uh-oh. You, uh oh. Yeah, I know. You also have some musical theater and bona fides. Uh, you're you're a you're a genuine actor yeah. and performer. Yeah, I got that BFA, bitch. <laughs> <laughs> I think I just if have it's a, useful for anything. It's for this podcast episode right here. I think I just have a BA. I do. I just have a BA. I don't have a BFA, and I have. Oh, I got the uh, fine arts. Yeah, I, I I have been looked down on my whole my whole professional career. You just got regular arts. Yeah, I just got regular arts. There ain't nothing fine about them. I actually, yeah, I remember the first time I met Caitlin was uh, Caitlin when you were doing uh, Thrones, the musical parody. That's correct. Yes, yes, I was at my. That was probably the peak of my career at this point. Was that <laughs> nine month run of Thrones? Hey, at almost the Apollo. Almost everyone I know, like my my two other very good friends that were in that show. Uh, it was I think it was also the peak of their career as well. So I don't think you're alone in that. I think yeah, everybody involved in that was, got a really cool deal. Yeah, it was a a a wonderful time in my life. And it was the stupidest thing I've ever done. <laughs> so, well, so you know, it's just fun in is... terms of like what kind of like quality of show it was. Like it was mm-hmm. very stupid and silly, but it was the best and most fun musical I've ever been in. It was also fun for me because I did go to see it, and I also at that time still had never seen any Game of Thrones episodes, oh, which that's is right. sim- similar that's to the right <laughs> similar to the episode of this podcast that we recorded where I only watched the finale. Um, 
And yeah, in fact, I was just about to say, speaking of both Thrones and Caitlin's legacy on this podcast, <laughs> other than saying, like, time for tubby bye-bye or whatever the hell else we say, I think we probably quote you not on the Thrones episode, no. mm-hmm. but having given us comments to include of uh, comparing it to Star Wars that everybody has a big fat fucking opinion. We say yes. that probably, what, every month or so? Oh, uh, yeah. We say it a every lot. Every 40 days. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, it, it it's a, it is a we we have come back to it multiple times because it is a, a very accurate way to describe how people feel about Star Wars and other things that they're passionate. And about. you know what really really applies to this musical we're about to talk about. Ab- That's so true. Everyone has a big fat fucking opinion about Rent and what's bad and mm-hmm. good and mm-hmm. like should have been cut and <laughs> is still relevant or isn't. Like everyone has opinions about Rent. It's so true. I'm excited to talk about it. So maybe I, that's point number one. That's pro number yeah, one here. For that's what I had. Star sure. Wars. That's what I had written down. I, so I want. So okay. So let me just walk you through my 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 rent journey. Yeah, let's hear it. Let's all well, let's all walk through our rent journeys real quick. We will. We sure. should. Yeah. yeah. Okay. So so I saw Rent for the first. So like I mean I I also I have a BA not a BFA but in musical theater, <laughs> and but I was like uh, there was just a there was like a lot of blind spots in my musical knowledge for most for still there are. Um, but I didn't see Rent. I just like missed out on Rent when I was growing up, probably because I was a good Christian boy and like you know that kind yeah. of stuff. Uh, I, I was like, the, I would have been like, this is PG thirteen, or was it R? I don't know. <laughs> oh, it is rated R. I'd be like, this is rated R. This is rated R. But so I didn't see it. Uh, neither the movie nor stage production. The first time I saw Rent was lit literally two years ago, uh, and I saw my roommate had the final. Broad the final performance on Broadway that DVD that they did since they filmed it mm-hmm. he had that and so that was the first time I ever saw it was watching that and uh, so I you know I saw it as an adult I missed out on it as a kid so I don't have mm-hmm. the uh, uh, like nostalgia for it or like the sort of countercultural thing when you're listening to it as a teen um, yeah. and I also hadn't seen the movie version until last night I was like I'm gonna hey. I was like I'm gonna uh, get like brush up on rent um and so i decided to watch the movie version so i hadn't seen it and wow i have i have just as many feelings about the movie version of rent as i do about mm-hmm. the musical itself Oh, of course it's like an entirely different piece of yeah really? it's like, very different is the movie versus <laughs> the musical oh yeah big time it's very different do people have like opinions on that of like course. they do with yeah, lots why of broadway they? stuff yeah. yeah um yeah i think the only uh uh I, the, the really the only part i had seen was la vie bohème uh, and that's only because I went to Musical Mondays at Sidetracks a bunch, and so and like <laughs> play, I was like, this is the only part of the movie I've seen, and I've never actually heard them because I've just heard people screaming, singing around me. Um, Let's so that's like a moment of silence for um, any kind of fun nighttime activity in Chicago, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, especially yeah. Musical Mondays. Pour R. one R. out for the, the <laughs> something that will maybe never happen again. So, what's your yeah. guys' rent journey? I'll jump in now just because mine is uh, creepily similar to yours. I didn't see it. I, you know, I was aware of a couple of the songs, but I never saw it until I saw a um, local-ish version. Where was that? I want to say it was in the Cincinnati area. So, like, so like you're getting some my, skyline chili, then you're gonna go see. Yeah, Ray. I just just polished off some skyline, <laughs> um, and. Uh, it uh um I, I had already graduated college that by that point and i think it was my second year living as like a working adult and it was similar for me that i just like missed it and i like had a very like 
meh reaction to it because I was already just sort of over the uproarious countercultural version of myself. Sure. You know, because I was really sure. uproarious and countercultural. Mm-hmm. I listened to Good Charlotte even when I was in middle school. Okay. <laughs> Dude. Um, but uh, I. Uh, you know, like, I've since learned a little bit more about the show. I'm not going to, like, spend this hour shitting on Rent. But, like, I, uh, just because it didn't grab me so hard because I was, you know, 23 and not 16, um, I I just don't have that, you know, like, yeah. I have a really soft spot in my heart for Tiny Toons, How I Spent My Summer <laughs> Vacation, <laughs> because I saw that right at the right time. But, um Oh yeah, yeah I, I also had a fairly unremarkable rent like uh, awakening. Mm-hmm. Yeah, my relationship with rent is probably a little bit more typical of like a musical theater <laughs> woman mm-hmm. <laughs> in that I, well, first of all, my mother, so my parents grew up in New Jersey, so they were very close to New York and my mom mm-hmm. would get to go see Broadway shows when she was really little because her mom, her mom, my grandma was like, um, like a youth leader or something at their church. I don't remember the details. And Nini, you can text me as soon as you hear this and tell me how wrong I am. But but she got to see quite a few shows on Broadway. And I believe that she, obviously she wasn't like in school at the time that Rent came out, but I think she saw it on Broadway, maybe with the original cast or close to it, because she also, I remember this, she had a sweatshirt that was like Rent merch that was like a lyric like um uh today for you you know the lyrics it had like that lyric and it had like a cool drawing of angel on it so she had like a cool sweatshirt she had the rent um i think it i believe it's two discs the cd hell yeah and i don't know how i got it or when she gave it to me (laughs) but i was in middle school and the the cd had like it had the full packet with like all the pictures from broadway and like all the lyrics and i just memorized the shit out of that like (laughs) two hour long cd and i was pretty young like i was like maybe 12 or 13 yeah and so i was like big on rent i would write rent lyrics on my notebooks and like my fucking like workbooks at school and i went to catholic school and i was just like you guys don't even know like there's all this (laughs) history about like gay people and aids and drugs like (laughs) i thought i was like so cultured and like empathetic and wise beyond my years because i listened to rent and i guess kind of in a sense i was you know like being like sure that's true one of 12 girls in like a catholic school like and i was just like you guys don't even know like the things gay people had to go through like well, in the 90s so, so, <laughs> they so had like, to drum on the streets <laughs> yeah they have azt breaks <laughs> kind of oh my god that part in the song where they they realize they both have hiv and he's like well now we yeah. can be together it's like you fucking dickhead yeah. but yeah. okay so to jump on like the end of of what you just said so rent is like i uh you know don't have a, a, a lot of association like deep down in my heart with it but I recognize it for like how important it was and is and like right. how it was a shift in musical theater and how it changed the game for musical theater. Uh-huh. I sense another pro. Coming yeah, we on got a here. pro coming on here. <laughs> but the th- like, that's the thing is like I, you know, the gosh, what was it? Oh, yeah, there was um, uh, I was reading this Twitter thread about like ex- accessibility for the arts and like why, mm-hmm. uh, you know, Broadway shows should do more like uh, uh, like videotape, like tapings or viewings on online or 
on TV or whatever, like when the when the SpongeBob SquarePants musical was on Nickelodeon and how Hamilton's gonna mm-hmm. be on Disney Plus, and like some asshole was like, "No, the- theater's ephemeral. It's 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 part of the experience." And then the person who was talking about it was like, "Um, you know, it shouldn't be only people in New York who have two hundred to five hundred dollars that get to see shows." Right. And he was like, "If I ha-, he was like, I got lucky and saw Rent when I was like, you know, fifteen. And he was like, and it changed my life, and it opened his eyes to." different worlds and different people and also to a different kind of art which i don't think star wars has necessarily ever opened up anyone's eyes to a different kind of people or or like different ways of suffering but it did change the game it did change the game as far as like blockbusters and sci-fi goes (laughs) this white boy also feels like he deserves more than he's getting (laughs) and guess what he's magical so (laughs) don't worry um, to that point, though, of it like being a game changer, and my rent journey, by the way, is still not done. I have more <laughs> things to share. But I went to a performing arts high school where we learned about like the history of musical theater. And I guess in relation to Star Wars, again, I have maybe seen one or two Star Wars movies and like could not, right. could not be bothered think, to watch anymore. I think so. I know what explains those 40 weeks of absence. <laughs> oh, right, right, right. I forgot that Caitlin yeah, does not give a shit. I was shit. busy not caring about Star Wars. But <laughs> like the markers of musical theater history, there's like certain shows that kind of like mark when things changed. Right. And, you know, there's like Showboat and then there's like West Side Story or Oklahoma and then West yep. Side Story hair and then it kind of skips from hair to rent and rent was like a big hey hey what about what about cats huh oh my god and lion king (laughs) cats changed the game because before then there wasn't an entire musical that was only cats that's true and also before then what was bandstand i think um, all cats (laughs) i think cats changed the game Cats changed the game because before Cats musicals had to be about something, and then they made Cats, and they're like, "Oh, we can just do it, do whatever." I guess we can do whatever we want. Yeah, it's fine. Sorry, Caitlin, I didn't mean to interrupt your journey again. Keep going. Oh, no, it's okay. Yeah, I'll keep going. So anyway, mm-hmm. you know, I went to performing arts high school, loved Rent, blah blah blah. In college, I was in Rent. Oh hell I was yeah! In, I was Joanne in Rent. Hell yeah! It was like, it was like the pinnacle of my college experience um and i finally got to be in rent which was something i thought would never happen and it was <laughs> awesome and being in rent gives you a whole another appreciation for the musical itself just like being in cats would because i was oh. also in cats in high school and i have feelings about cats <laughs> well pippin is still one of my favorite shows and I, it's just because of that i was i was thinking that while i was watching it today i was like man i bet if i was in rent at some point in my life i would fucking love it and like because yeah. it looks like it's very satisfying any show yeah yeah like i the couple of shows that i've been that have been like original shows or ones that like um you know aren't already established like i think we the people in the shows maybe like it more than any one individual <laughs> audience <Yeah>. member <laughs> well and and, yeah. and uh caitlin i so that's amazing you played joanne i have to know uh wait hold on i'm forgetting character names joanne is the uh, the lawyer. The lawyer. The, like, yes. No so you had lawyer to lawyer lesbian. Yes, you had to love the worst character in the show, the yeah. most annoying character in. Mm-hmm. Um, what's her name? <laughs> Maureen. Maureen. I couldn't. I couldn't pull it out because I had Joanne Adina in my Menzel. head. Yeah. I, okay. And okay. did you both fall off the stage? <laughs> So, have you seen that video, no. Josiah? No. At the end of "Take Me or Leave Me," some some you know local or little regional kind of thing, 
Uh, it or looks maybe like it's just like a cabaret. It looks like it's in like a showcase or something, yeah. like a senior showcase. <laughs> the two Amazing. women are walking off the stage, and the stage is maybe two or three steps up. And the first one, you know, when they go like, "I'm gone," yeah. <laughs> the woman in the lead like made it all the way down. The second one just falls on her ass. She trips on the stairs and she falls so you hard. You have to send me it's... that because I want to see oh, that. Man. I'm gone. I'm the, gone. Well, she face plants. What I, what I was realizing it's last night, like, at least at least in the movie. Maureen like is not in the show for like an hour and then she's in the show yeah, she and she's has imme- what we call the princess track the princess track <laughs> yes uh, and she Which has is what Josiah had in Bright Star it yeah. is yes I had the, I had a, the princess track one, one of the many yeah. princess tracks in that show uh, yeah. but you, by the way I recommended that our first episode of musical theater week be Bright Star <laughs> oh. but uh, Caitlin and I don't remember it very well <laughs> hey listen it's uh, I I think I fielded a lot of questions about how Star Wars it was when we were doing it that's, because that's, that's when we started the podcast um, but no I, w- I was like wow Marina is very like I, I was I, actually in my notes I wrote down I don't believe anyone is clapping or laughing or enjoying this performance whenever she does her like like I don't know protest art thing I was like no yeah. this sucks like no one would be like <laughs> funny they'd be like this is awful and painful to watch but the other thing I realized and you'll I'll talk about this again in the game is that rent takes place in 1990 and yeah so I thought it was in the late 90s, like when it came out, like in 96. But no, it's it's like literally set in 1989 to 1990. So I guess times were different and maybe people had different tastes about yeah, bad that's theater. A, that, that's kind of the thing. Like Rent, we're so far past the time when it was written and took place that like it is a period piece now. Yeah. Like You can't be like, we're doing Rent, but present day. Like you can't <laughs> do that. You have to totally like immerse yourself in like the early 90s-ness of it and part of that is kind of cheesy now so like obviously you do rent now and you see Maureen do this like crazy performance art thing and you're like people wouldn't do that and you're like well they did they did, they did yeah. do that and <laughs> it was, it was ni- ridiculous and it was artistic then. it was but now it's mom being like stupid. you want to hear the music that we used to listen to when we were young yeah, <laughs> yeah like, it's like New York it's, it's like New York was a little scarier back then it was 1990 mm-hmm. people did weird performance art and AIDS was the big thing, which is the other reason why this musical, you know, sometimes feels dated and sometimes like when people are like, is it relevant or not? It's like, well, yes and no, because you're right. It is a period piece. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. It's very much a lens on what was very important at that time. But then it does sort of and it's it's kind of so sad and ter- and also terrifying just for our world about how quickly like people who weren't in the gay community like forgot about AIDS and it's like yeah it's only been like 30 years since 1990 and we're like that's not important anymore Mm -hmm. it's troubling it's troubling and I think part of it is that like once we hit 2000 and like that was 20 years ago that 20 years like we made so many crazy leaps as far as like technology and like like it feels like it was like 40 years within well, that 20 60s. years. You and know even, what I mean? Yeah. Like, yeah. that's why 90s feels so long ago. And, e- and even in terms of, like, social stuff, like, you know, it's like gay, yeah. gay marriage became legal faster than, like, any other uh, social issue because of the internet and because of, like, everyone being more connected. And so we kind of are like, everything's fine now. And it's right. so, and But so, like, still, we have not done enough. No, no, not at all. And so, like, the <laughs> things that were happening in the 80s and 90s, yeah, they feel like they were in... Yeah, like 50, 70 years ago where it's like, no, that's ancient history. It's like, no, there's people alive right now who experienced it and went through it. 
and it's sad. Like Star Wars? I don't know. Well, no, given that it is, in fact, a period piece and how we just talked about how long it seems the 90s were ago, um, would you say that this takes place a long time ago? Honestly, yeah. <laughs> in a galaxy far, far and, away. And, like, the Lower East Village in the 90s sort of is a galaxy far, far away. Man, sure. the okay, I took so many notes because, like, one, one thing that I realized last night was rent hits different during quarantine, y'all. Like, mm. there was something about... Like they're like, we shouldn't have to pay rent and all this stuff. And I'm like, hell yeah, dude, rent freeze. Let's do it. Like, yeah. like, fuck me. You know, that's a good point. I didn't even think of because that. Because there's this virus that's eviscerating the country. Yeah, dude. Yeah, dude. Yeah, dude. Yeah. Like they're like, people are sick. And like a lot of times it's stuff we can't control. And uh, like, you know, what's crazy too about that. I, I learned today. Cause I, I knew at some point that I, uh, uh, the, the story is based on, La to some loose spiritual degree to La Boheme. Yeah, La Boheme. Um, but I didn't realize that it was to the point of like the characters were completely revitalized. Like they're all the same names. They're, yeah, they're basically the same names. And the the big disease at the time was tuberculosis. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's so wild. That's, yeah, Mimi's dying of tuberculosis instead of instead of AIDS in right, Labo which M. like that makes that that is somewhat Star Wars because Lucas was just like I want to do Flash Gordon, but like on the big it's true. screen. The, well, and also I think like in if so so okay yeah if we're talking like art auteurs and the way that like Jonathan Larson <laughs> made Rent, uh, it was it, it's a rock opera, right? Like it is an op- opera, but it's a rock opera, and it was sort of a redefining of the musical theater genre at that time. And also a redefining of saying like, Hey, musicals can be about something serious. Like this is yeah. a serious issue. And it's like something that happened recently and that musicals can do that. They don't have to just be uh, escapism and pure like uh, spectacle. Whereas sort of the opposite end of the spectrum where George Lucas is like, Hey, blockbusters can be a thing. I, I invented this new kind of movie, me and my friend, right. Steven Spielberg, <laughs> And movies don't have to be either completely serious or complete drivel. They can kind of be both. And so, like, from an artistic perspective. Yeah, I think this one's going to get, like, a big, um, the people behind the creation points. Yeah. Because they were visionaries. Um, Yeah, Although, I do. So, so Caitlin, how do you feel about Tick, Tick, Boom versus Rent? What what are your thoughts? Do you have any? Honestly, I've never seen Tick, Tick, Boom, and I only know a couple songs from it. So, so I really don't have any opinions about it. So, so for for the uninitiated, Tick, Tick, Boom is a musical that Jonathan Larson, who who wrote Rent, also wrote, but it was uh, put together after he died, I believe. If I'm, I think, if I remember correctly, because he died like right before Rent opened, essentially. Mm -hmm. And so then, so Tick, Tick, Boom was other stuff he had written uh, about this story that was, I think, originally going to be a one-man show and then posthumously was put, uh, turned into a three-man musical. I like the music a lot from Tick, Tick, Boom. I think it's a, I think it's got better, like, just standard, like, uh, sort of pop songs than Rent because Rent is way more rock opera. Um, mm-hmm. But I, I bring this up just because I wanted to say the worst show I saw in Chicago was a <laughs> production of Tick Tick Boom, and it was uh, so bad. And I where was it? Oh, I I I I don't remember. And if I did, I wouldn't want to say because I I feel like mm-hmm. it'd be talking shit. But it was. Oh, you don't want to spill the tea. I I, I I truly don't remember the name of it. But it was one of those like what small... kind of kiki is this? <laughs> <laughs> it was one of those small theater companies in Chicago where like the right. uh uh like you know sort of like head of it like the 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 creative director of the theater company 
made made a theater company because they wanted to cast themselves in shows they like. They were like, <laughs> I want my friends to do musicals with yeah. me. Yeah. Let's and do Tick Tick Boom. The me unfortunate and my two thing, best friends. the unfortunate thing was this this dude uh could was tone deaf, couldn't couldn't harmonize Ooh. or really sing. But then I looked at his credits and he had been in everything. And I was like, and then I looked and I was, oh, he's the creative yeah, director. He's the creative director of this company uh, and all yeah, his right. credits. I've been in all of my own YouTube videos. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> it was truly, it was the only time I've ever thought about leaving a show. And like, there's not, there wasn't an intermission, so I couldn't sneak out. And if there had been an oh intermission, I think I would have left. Because it was truly the worst thing I've seen in my entire time <laughs> in Chicago. Um, I have a couple of notes here from a not behind the camera, but like story type notes. Um, and then we can maybe, well, I'm looking at my playhead. I think we started something like seven minutes. After yeah, we've I got plenty of time. Recording. <laughs> um, but okay. So pros uh, that I have written down here. <clears throat> um, I wrote, I'll just read them verbatim. Number one, fuck the man. Hell yeah, dude. Um, that's very, you know, rebels. Um, number two, Oh, yeah. Well, colorful rebels who each have their own thing, like <laughs> Luke's the farm boy, Han's the scoundrel smuggler, you know, Angel is the um, drag queen street drummer. Um, Roger plays guitar. Roger plays guitar. Mark has a camera. God, um, Roger sucks. Can we talk about... Okay, Mike, I, I hate to interrupt you. Of course. Roger and Mimi are the worst. I hate to interrupt you, Mike, but like, yes. So we do have arch we have archetypal... Mm -hmm. 89, 90 is, is Roger the one who's all like, heal me. Yeah, yeah. It's Adam Pascal. <laughs> I'm hot shit. Yeah, it's, it's Adam. And it's Adam Pascal at his most like rock nasty boy ever. Should we do School of Rock at some point? Absolutely. Let's get Becca on the show. <laughs> yeah. We're, we're friends with her, kind of. Yeah, um, we are. I am. I, I'm friends. Yeah. Uh, okay. Yeah, let's get back on the show. Um but anyway, the uh, oh gosh, yes. So, <laughs> so one of one of the other ones I notes I wrote. So like, okay, first off, the movie does open better than the musical, at least more strongly, because the the musical's opening is like the wildest opening I've ever seen because it's so weird and disconnected and disjointed. But like, I get what they're going for, blah, whatever. You know, some people are like, oh, you know, maybe there would have been more changes in previews. Who knows? Whatever. Roger is like trying to his whole thing is like I'm writing I'm writing one great song and he's trying to write one great song and at the end he's like Mimi it took me a whole year but I did it and it's not even good it's not even that good <laughs> no it's not it's not better than one song glory no it's not it's and truly so I disappointing because it's yeah. like hilarious it's like it's like hey 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 Jonathan Larson I understand I understand what you're going through and I understand maybe once again maybe there would have been some rewrites if you if you had you know not tragically passed away yeah. but it is so disappointing to have his arc be like one i'm trying to like get over my ex who died of this tragic illness and also try to love this other person as a tragic illness but also write one great song <laughs> and then the song he writes is like such a letdown because it's not it's not great what did it's we just... learn about that thing you do that they wrote something like 80 different that thing you do well they had they like had that? people like send them samples That's right. they were like we need a song, a one-hit wonder, that thing you do, and people sent in songs, right. and then they narrowed it down, and then they picked the one that they liked the best. Like, if you're going to hang a movie, well, that's an entire movie, but if you're going to hang, like, an entire character's arc around writing one great song, <laughs> like, it needs to be, like, decent. Yes. Well, that so that that's the thing and did, that did, I think. Was, didn't it go like this? There's a guy named Fred, and he's got a pair of slacks. Ooh, mm -hmm. Fred's got slacks. <laughs> Yeah, that's Remember it. Remember that? Remember that when the devil 
What? What? <laughs> oh, wow. <laughs> Have you not seen what are you? the SNL My... best of Will Ferrell when he wants to just write one great song? No. Oh, no. It's, it's some country guy. Oh, man, you got to see that sketch. It's like oh, a freaking oh, Garth classic. Brooks. It's like with, more with, with cowbell Garth... level classic. Yeah, Gar- Garth Brooks and the Devil. Yes, yeah, 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 yes. yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, okay. That's coming back to me now. <laughs> Uh, so I'll go ahead and cut that. Anyway, so yeah, Mike, that, no. was, that was embarrassing <laughs> for you, Mike. <laughs> I was embarrassed. But, okay, like so sweating. <laughs> to 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 bring to bring it back, I I think what's interesting about all these characters in Rent is they are all archetypes in a way, and they all also don't like kind of don't have much like once you dig down past that archetype thing you're like what else is there about you i had and that I, problem I, today reading the synopsis because i have seen the show before and i just wanted to reread it and i was like wait now which one is this guy <laughs> yeah well and i think that's the thing with star wars too right because you have these blank slate archetypes and i think that's why rent hits hard for people because you can put yourself onto the like musical any of them yeah which but is at why the same Luke... time that's a lot of main characters like that's it like is a lot main of main characters. characters and you're like i can't care about all of you the same right no also like the gosh the movie was so interesting because i it was so inconsistent of like they couldn't decide if they wanted it to be like a real rock musical movie where they're like letting them sing in the camera and like you know mm-hmm. doing a musical or if they wanted it to be like montages where they were singing over like as a soundtrack and just the the inconsistency and dissonance between those two things going back and forth all the time i was like oh man this is all these and some of the songs in rent are like i'll go to some of the songs in rent i'm like yeah whatever some of them i'm like i'll go to bat for this fucking song it's great it's one mm-hmm. of the best it's so good right. and then some of those really good songs are entirely uh neutered in the movie because of the way like they're portraying it on screen and it's very disappointing yeah i can't remember super clearly what exactly they changed in the movie i just remember that they changed the timeline of yeah. it which i really hated because doesn't uh i can't remember which way it happens like well say like it all, and i'll tell all you the, which the, one. the christmas stuff doesn't it all like happen so what, what did they do in the movie they like messed up the timeline between Christmas and New Year's or something. So in Christmas, so like it starts at Christmas in 1989 and then like it ends around Christmas. Angel dies on Halloween and then it goes like, uh, uh, they go to Angel's funeral and then like Roger's like, I'm gonna go to Santa Fe. And then they all come back in time for like Christmas and New Year's or something, I think. I don't know. I just watched it and I am already questioning whether what I just said was right. <laughs> I have no idea. I have no idea. But yeah, it is a lot of main characters to worry about. Yeah. And it's a lot it, it's sort of a convoluted also, okay, you guys, we're all artists here, right? Sure. I it's it's such a and it is once again a period piece thing because the idea that like even uh uh, uh Mark is like no, I can't go work for the man yeah. doing like video production right. for the man. It's like, dude, you're getting paid to do the thing you like to do and you can still do your passion projects on the side. Cause almost every <laughs> artist that I, almost like every artist that I know currently is like, mm-hmm. I, I would love to do what I like to do uh, and have it be my passion. Like I would love that to be my living, but I will definitely settle for like doing something that's not art as artistically fulfilling if i'm getting paid and then still being able to do the artistically fulfilling thing on the side like well and they probably just didn't need to worry about getting paid because they're like 
gift to the earth Benny was footing their bills. <laughs> yeah, Benny is God. painted as the villain. And I think like as you mature, you're like, oh, man, this guy just wants his friends to pay him back. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. This guy's yeah. shelling Benny... out thousands of dollars for them. Well, and, and, and like in the beginning, too, Benny's like, hey, hey guys, I have this really cool right, thing yeah. where I'm going to give I, you a job. I have a whole basically. building. <laughs> Yeah, he's like, I have a whole building where uh, it'll be like studio apartments downstairs or whatever, and then like upstairs, it's like an art performance mm-hmm. space where you can do whatever the fuck you want. Just like move out of this old building and like pay me rent from that last year, and we can start this new thing. And they're like, "Fuck you, dude! <laughs> Too corporate no for me, bro. You want us to pay you for it's like, our home?" <laughs> and it's like that's literally every artist's yeah. dream is to be like oh a space where i can live and work with all my friends and they're like no dude you sold out man it's so yeah. mean and i wonder if part of that is like the the time that it was written like i've never been to new york in the late 80s so like i don't know what it was oh, you like should try to, it. <laughs> to be an artist there <laughs> yeah hey it's, it's crazy <laughs> i mean i have no idea but i don't know if that's like part of the the time period or if it's just like growing up and like not having this fantasy of what an artist is you yeah. know well i think it definitely is at the time because like, like like we said it's a period piece and the idea of like bohemia yeah. and the whole like artist <laughs> I, I, that's just that that is i think that's the other reason why sometimes rent falls a little flat for people is because it's talking about a countercultural movement that does not really exist yeah. anymore and but because yeah, it and is I think maybe... so recent, it does feel like hard to grasp. Whereas something like hair is like, oh right, yeah, like the hippies. Mm. You know, like it's it's almost yeah, like yeah, become yeah, yeah. a caricature, and like we haven't quite gotten there with um, at how like dark and scary the eighties and nineties were with the AIDS crisis. You know, like mm-hmm. it hasn't become and, like yeah, a cute yeah. caricature yet, right? You're right. I can't I can't get a Halloween costume of it. Like right. So, so I don't yeah. Um should we go to the break real quick? I could literally talk about this yeah, forever no, cuz I find should. rent so interesting. <laughs> Let's go to the Sarlacc pit. Wee! Yay. And we're oh, back. Hello. And we're back. Okay. okay. <laughs> I don't know what that was, but I very it's much gibberish, it. gibberish that we speak. Bordering on offensive Italian-sounding Italian. accents. <laughs> sure, sure. Hey, listen, I did, I did put. Da- I've been trying to do some more voiceover work, and I put down uh, uh, that I could do an Italian accent, and I made me realize I need to practice my Italian accent. <laughs> um, okay, so I've got the game today. Uh, in my notes, it is just called Rent Game. I didn't think of a good name for it, but we'll let me see if I find Rent it game. in this intro to it. <laughs> So something. So this is inspired by. So uh, pulling back the curtain a little bit, we are also going to be recording a Harry Potter episode to uh, this recording session. Um, I don't know if that. I can't remember if those are coming out before or after this It'll comes be out. After. But anyway, here, after. So <laughs> it made me think of the classic uh, from our clip show episode where I sang um, <laughs> names from Harry Potter to the tunes of "We Didn't Start the Fire." Because no. d- when I was watching Rent and La Vie Bohème came on, oh, I was yeah. like, this song is We Didn't Start it the Fire. absolutely oh is. God, they're, yeah. just, like, they're just like name-checking shit. Pee-wee Herman's in there. Yeah. yeah, they're just listing. They're just listing stuff. Yeah. Um, Do you want to know a fun then, fact about that, though? 
Yes. You know, I mean, there is a lot of nonsense in that song. And a lot of that is because it's just like Jonathan Larson's like personal things. That sure. one, that one lyric that Mark sings, the riding your bike midday past the three piece suits. Like that's nonsense. That's something yeah. that Jonathan Larson like used to do. He used to like ride his bike like down these like fancy boulevards and mm-hmm. see like suits in the window. And he just like put that in the song. <laughs> like, it has like, nothing yeah, to do is- with anything. <laughs> It's like that meme of like your experiences are not universal from Kimmy Schmidt where it's like, <laughs> hey, hey, man, but I bet it's a good song. Yeah. Uh, but anyway, so I realized that this is the same song. And then uh, after making this game, I realized that we didn't start the fire release was released in 1989, which is when Rent takes place. Wow. Um, so I want first off, I want everyone to watch Rent and imagine that we didn't start the fire is playing in the background of every <laughs> single song. That's every single scene. Someone, someone in every scene of is Rent is it. listening. Is at, yeah, it was very popular. Oh, I see. So, it. So, I got it. Yeah, it's it's just ubiquitous. It's just on the radio. Yeah. It's got a big it. song. So anytime so, someone's so, like wearing headphones or like on a bus, but we don't hear the inside of the bus. They're listening to Billy Joel. Yeah, the yeah, they're all listening to We Did Start the Fire. Buddy Holly Ben Hur. But so this game, uh, so uh, in in sort of the spirit of whenever you are on last time, uh, Caitlin. When Mike gave me Shark Tank questions and you Star Wars questions, oh, right. mm-hmm. I'm uh, <laughs> this game is going to be uh, I'm going to give Mike some uh, 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 rent questions, and you're going to have some more Star Wars related. Okay. But so, Mike, here's what I'm going to do. I'm going to give you two <laughs> things. You have to tell me which one was in Rent and which one in La Vie Bohème, the song La Vie Bohème, uh-huh. and which one which one was uh, mentioned in La Vie Bohème, and which one is mentioned in Billy Joel's We Didn't Start the Fire, okay? <laughs> okay, okay. I'll do okay All at right. this, I think, because I know We Didn't Start the Fire, like, fairly well. Okay, so first first <laughs> question. there's tricks. There might be some tricks. First question. <laughs> Dorothy and Toto, Doris Day. Which one's in La Vie Bohème? Which one's in uh, We Didn't Start the Fire? Dorothy and Toto is in La Vie Bohème, and Doris Day is in We Didn't Start the Fire. Very good. Can you sing the lyrics? Doris Day. What about the red one? Do you know the red one? Dorothy and Toto. Yeah, they're the same tune, which is crazy. Chubby checker Dorothy, Toto in the Congo. <laughs> so Caitlin, Caitlin, now it's your turn. Okay. So Caitlin, now you're gonna tell me, is this the uh, these two things I mentioned? Mm-hmm. Are there uh, which one is in La Vie Bohème, the song, and which one is in Star Wars? Okay. <laughs> so Luke Skywalker mm-hmm. or Maya Angelou? Okay, I know this one. <laughs> Luke Skywalker is in Star Wars, and Maya Angelou is in La Vie Bohème. Okay, that you got it. You both really nailed the first round. Can you sing where Luke Skywalker happens in Star Wars? <laughs> so uh, we're gonna do beginning. a snake. <laughs> we're gonna do a snake order. So Caitlin, it's your turn again. Okay. So Caitlin, tell me which one. Let me go. Which one Star Wars? Uh, blue milk or absolute the vodka. Absolute is in La Vie Bohème, and so I guess that means blue milk is in Star Wars. <laughs> you are correct. <laughs> What Although is, I don't think they drink blue milk. Oh, it's they never just, really yeah. called oh, attention oh, okay. to yeah, it's but never, I was going to say, it's blue. never referred to as blue milk, but yeah. like just everyone else calls it that. Okay, Mike, oh, okay, it's your turn. Okay. Ready? Everyone else calls it that because it has the consistency of milk and it's the color blue. It's blue. It's blue. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, Mike, South Pacific Sondheim. 
Uh, I know this one too. Uh, because the We Didn't Start the Fire line is South Pacific and and the I, I remember hearing Sondheim in Love Evo M and thinking like, oh, musical theater. Yeah. I listened to it today, by the way. You've got it. You've got it. Um, the South Pacific. I, I put that one in because South Pacific's also a musical. I don't yeah. think Billy Joel was referring to the musical, but you know. All right. Yeah, snake no, order. probably referring uh, to like the, the theater of <laughs> conflict. Yeah. So, Mike, you actually mentioned this one earlier, which means I think you're going to get it. But here we go. Liberace. Pee Wee Herman. Oh, I did mention that. I don't remember Liberace and We Didn't Start the Fire, though, but I think it's it's got to be in there. He's as big as all those other things, like AIDS, crack, Bernie gets, <laughs> hypodermics mm-hmm. on the shore, China's under martial law, rock and roll and cola wars, I can't take it Damn anymore. it, I'm, so, I'm mad that you know the lyrics so well, because it's making this game way too easy for you. <laughs> and yeah, Pee Wee Herman is in Rent. <laughs> You're correct. He plays Which Roger. honestly, <laughs> honestly, it's on. Yes, yeah. Pee Wee Herman actually was uh, had a stint on Broadway. Uh-huh. It's it's kind of strange that Liberace is 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 the one that's in We Didn't Start the Fire and not in La Vie because it feels more La Vie Bohème than Pee Wee Herman. But whatever. Yeah, that's a good point. Um, yeah, you really you really walked into it here, man. I listened to that song today, and I listened to We Didn't Start the Fire. Every morning before beginning class, <laughs> all four years of high school. <laughs> Jesus Christ. No, that's a joke. I didn't know. Well, now I know for the future. Okay, well, so, uh, uh, Caitlin. Yeah. Tatooine, the village voice. Okay, I know Tatooine is a Star Wars thing. Someone's from there. Correct. It's a planet. Luke yeah. Skywalker. Okay, yeah. He's from Tatooine. And you know what they drink there? <laughs> Blue milk. Yeah. Blue milk. <laughs> and the village voice is in... La vie bohème. Bohème. You, you got it. You got it. Uh, okay. What, uh, Caitlin, ecstasy, yes. death sticks. Okay. Ecstasy is in La vie bohème. And death sticks, I guess, are in Star Wars. Is that what people call lightsabers? Cigarettes. <laughs> <laughs> it should no, you know be what, what people call lightsabers. Call lightsabers. <laughs> what? Lightsabers. <laughs> yeah, you did. You said from. it. You said it. Except for All right, little Mike. Annie, he calls a laser sword. Uh, Mike, uh, Hemingway, <laughs> Gertrude Stein. Mm. I actually don't have this one at the ready. Finally. Um, I'm going to say, if you're not tricking me, I'm going to say Hemingway is We Didn't Start the Fire and Gertrude Stein is Lovey Bohem. You, yeah, you got it. Yes. Good job. <laughs> okay. Next one, birth control, the sex pistols. Birth control, we didn't start the fire. Sex pistols, lovey bohem. <laughs> yeah, pistols. yeah, you're right. <laughs> it's also, once again, also, stra- it's the things, the things in re- reading the lyrics of we didn't start the fire today, I was like, what is he talking about? <laughs> like birth- He's just like, I was like doing birth like control? pop culture world history from like 1950. <laughs> To like it's 1989. Just so, just in so fact, strange. So, okay. So we we had like a day in my freshman year of high school. We were in um like I don't know what kind of history class it was. My guess is it must have been U.S. history, but no, 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 that's not true. It was world history, but it's before you get into junior or senior year, where like there's a, no, never mind. Just it was world history. <laughs> okay. Cut all of that out. Cut everything I've said out since the break. Um, 
And we like listened to We Didn't Start the Fire and our teacher was like, did you notice any words? <laughs> like we had done like a lot of the 20th century at that point. And he's like, did you notice China's he's under like, hey. martial law? <laughs> <laughs> um, okay. Whose turn is it? Uh, My turn. First, okay. Caitlin, Kurosawa, George Lucas. Um, Kurosawa is in La Vie Boheme. And I think uh-huh. George Lucas is just in Star Wars. <laughs> you're right. You're right. You're right. Yeah. You're right. You got yeah, it. Yeah. He that plays was Baron Papanoidia. <laughs> All right, Kaylin, this one, uh, I mean, you know the song. You were in the show. So these are easy for both of you, which I'm disappointed in myself. But here we go. <laughs> uh, Carmina Burana or Duel of the Fates. Carmina Burana was in Lavi Bohem. Uh-huh. And what was Which, the other one? The Duel of the Fates? Duel of the Fates, yeah. The Duel of the Fates was in Star Wars. That's hilarious because the songs are... Like, Carmina is that song, right? Yeah. Yes. It's yeah, song. Carmina... So, you know what's funny is I actually blah, sang Carmina... Blah, blah, yeah. Oh, Fortuna. Yeah. I sang Carmina Burana twice in high school. Uh, well, once in high school and then once in college, both time in high school is with the college choir and then in college choir is with the high school choir. Like I, I've sang the entire thing, like the whole thing. E- hold on, even hold the B side. We're, we're gonna have to go right on back to what you just said. <laughs> okay, were you doing okay, like a was... Twenty One Jump Street kind of thing? <laughs> <laughs> no. So in high school, our choir in high school got to sing with the. Uh, college choir, mm-hmm. we got to sing Carmina Burana because they were doing like a big thing where it was the entire like whatever it's called, a symphony of it, like the whole thing. Because Carmina Burana's not just that one song. There's a lot of songs in Carmina Burana, um, and some of them fucking slap. And there's one about a and there's one about a goose. There's one where like it's like a, a tenor and he's like jokingly sounding like a goose. It's hilarious. And then when Sounds I was in like. college. <laughs> Dude, it's so it's so funny. And then in college, I did the same thing, but I was in the college choir that time, and then the high schoolers were getting to sing with us. That's so and it was Carmina Burana again. Circle. So it's wild. <laughs> yeah, it was beautiful. So okay, Mike, your turn. Langston Hughes, Malcolm X. Um, Langston Hughes is La Vie Bohème. Malcolm X is We Didn't Start the Fire. You got it. You got it. You got it. Okay, Mike, this is your... Oh, no, here we go. This is... I think this is your second to last one. Okay. Uh, Yoga, hula hoops. (laughs) Hula hoops, Castro. (laughs) No go. (laughs) Hula hoops. We didn't start the fire. And whatever the other thing you said is the other one. (laughs) Yoga, yeah. Star Wars. So, Caitlin, yogurt or Yoda? Yogurt is in La Vie Boheme. It's right after yoga, I think. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Mm-hmm. To yogurt, to yoga, to rice and beans and cheese. <laughs> wow, same line. And Which then means Yoda is in Star Wars. That Caitlin, you were so close. Actually, yogurt is in Spaceballs, which is actually uh, <laughs> one of Mel Brooks's characters in Spaceballs. I was gonna I'm jokingly so say that, but I'm really glad that you got her on that one. <laughs> yeah, I, I'm so Caitlin. You were so close to having a perfect score on this game. I'm so sorry, uh, Mike. To fin to finish it out, uh-huh. Dylan. Beatles. Wait, say the first one again. I didn't hear you. Dylan. Dylan. Like Bob Dylan. Uh huh. The Beatles, like the Beatles. Hmm. Well, uh, and we didn't start the fire. He says British Beatlemania. Um. I don't think he says Dylan though. So I'm gonna. I I know there's something twisted going on here. <laughs> I'm gonna say that. 
Um, neither is in neither. You are so close. So uh, not, n- he does say Beatlemania, but neither song mentions the Beatles by name. Uh-huh. Doesn't say the Beatles, but both songs actually mention Dylan, like Bob Dylan. Like they both <gasps> wow. reference Dylan. Wow, I, I was... remember Bob Dylan and We Didn't Start the Fire. Yeah, they ju- it's just because they just say Dylan. I, that's the thing is both the songs just say Dylan. Oh, and funny. I I was going through the lyrics to see what uh were the if anything if there was any uh, you uh, ran them through your like AI machine learning thing. <laughs> so the 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 two the two things I could find there might be more. They both mentioned Dylan and they also both mentioned AIDS, but that's just sad and not not as fun as that they sure. both mentioned Bob Dylan. So <laughs> I wanted to end it with Bob Dylan, and you guys wow. aced my game. <laughs> Congratulations. Good job. Good job, Mike. You too, Caitlin. Thank you. <laughs> you guys are so good. I didn't know you were both experts in the thing that I was making you answer <laughs> whenever I made this game. that are just miscellaneous words. Yeah, just lists. <laughs> just listing things. <laughs> Listellaneous. Um, should we get back into is this thing Star Wars? I have a couple more on my notes, but it's literally three yeah. bullets. Um, yeah, let's jump back in. Pro, and we've talked about this sort of inadvertently, obviously, because it is, a, in fact, a musical, but is that this thing is full of music. <laughs> That's <Yeah>. true. <laughs> it is. That's one of our like jam-packed. classic go-to Star Wars things, is like oh, okay. beautiful, recognizable bangers. Tunes. Okay. <laughs> yeah, this song, this, this, this song, yeah, this musical's full of bangers. And like I, I didn't said count before, how many songs there were, but it had to have been like... 525,600 songs. Yeah. There was this there was this joke I was doing a while. I no, who was doing it? I can't remember if I stole it from someone or not, but it made me laugh every time where they go 525,000 minutes and like just not putting 600 in there. <laughs> <laughs> For some reason it killed me and I stole it from them. And so I just sometimes I'll go around and be like, 525,000 minutes. And it- I saw a thing, a meme or whatever, it might have been on Twitter, that was like, if you don't know how many minutes are in a year, you're straight. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I saw that too. We, it's so true. I did a show a couple of years ago um, called The One Day Show because I am lazy and wanted to get my friends together bright and early on a Sunday morning. And we wrote a sketch show that day and then performed it that night. And our like opening sketch was someone going to the gym and like sitting down at a bench press and putting in their <laughs> headphones and starting to like lift and just sort of humming like <laughs> and then another person entered and then they started doing like tricep curls and they're also humming it and it's at the same <laughs> point in the song and then eventually everybody's on stage mumbling at like a one out of ten volume without really ever saying any words to the song and then once everybody's on stage they all go cups of coffee (laughs) (laughs) and then uh (laughs) like the the full first verse and chorus like finish and we're still just mumbling and then um the last person enters the the stage and they're also listening to seasons of love but singing full volume the beginning of verse two that you know is just like like Um, and then uh, we all like look at her because she's so loud and she takes out her headphones and goes are you guys listening to Rent? (laughs) (laughs) Um, Guys raise your hand if you sang a choral arrangement of Rent at some point in your life I'm raising my hand no I didn't either Listeners, raise your hand if you ever sang a chorus. If you're if you're a choir nerd out there you know you did. You know you did. Come on Put those hands down 
Put your no. <laughs> Everyone, drop your phones. Whatever you're holding, put your hands up. No, put your hands down. Pick your phone up. Don't listen to Caitlin. <laughs> Take your phone. If you did a coral it. arrangement, put your hands up. <laughs> did either of you? I think Caitlin and I have talked about this before, but did you ever have the Broadway Kids CDs? Oh my! My friend was just post just posted about that on Facebook. Really? He was looking for a copy of it. Yeah, it's like not easy to find. I never heard of it, but. It's like it's sort of kids bop, but but for but, Broadway, but Broadway musicals. In fact, it's where I first heard um, the Gavroche Little People song from Les Mis, and it's where I first heard Seasons of Love. Um, I think it's where I first heard maybe a Pippin song. I can't remember all of them, but it's it's basically it was just like selections from Broadway, sung by, sung by kids for kids. Wow. So to to sort of uh, uh, Caitlin, you you mentioned like you got the. Uh, like rent CD when you were young, like yeah. to, to sort of like give you my sort of beginning of my, my musical theater journey was we, my family went to see probably when I was like nine or 10, we went to see the, uh, uh, touring production of Susical the musical. <laughs> and I also, my dad was very nice to me and my sister and got us the CD. And we listened to that and memorized basically the whole thing. Very so that was family just, friendly. That's yeah, funny that because was, I also had a memory of that was similar to that when you told that story, but the R album that was two discs that we got really into after our parents did was Phantom of the Opera. Oh, <laughs> We're going to have to do another musical theater month. Uh, we absolutely will because you know what else again before the next 40 weeks have lapsed <laughs> yes you know what else i've never seen an actual production of is phantom of the opera i only saw the bad movie with gerard mm, butler me neither <gasps> i haven't seen that Caitlin. movie but i've seen it in theaters like twice i think as a kid i've never seen Here's any the thing. of it if i i'm because like people like to hate on phantom especially the musical theater snobs and I like to tr- I like to try to be a very open and welcoming musical theater person because like whatever you like it's fun is like whatever. But like I know that if I saw Phantom like it like on stage I'd probably cry like a baby because because I've seen uh I've seen Wicked the touring production of Wicked three times. Wicked mm-hmm. is not my favorite musical, and I don't even think it's in my top ten. Like it's good, and I recognize I, I like appreciate it. also sort of a game changer as far as like uh like sort of the mark of modern mu- Just the modern like mass musical. Appeal. Yeah, yeah. The, yeah. The, the mark of the mass appeal modern blockbuster musical is sort of like what Wicked was. But I've seen yeah. it three times and cried every single time, like at the same spots. And mm-hmm. like once again, not my favorite. Like I don't go back to it and listen to it, but I've seen it three times, and every totally. time I cry like a baby. So I know that if I, I saw Phantom, I'd. That's weep. just something about like people like to be shitty about really commercialized things, but it's like you know what? When you're in that theater and like you're seeing it and it's happening to you, like you don't give a fuck how cheesy <laughs> and corny it is. You're there and you're experiencing it, and it's hey. special to you. Which I, I think is a Star Wars thing too, maybe. Yes, yes. I was just about to. I was just yeah. about to say that like Star Wars is absolutely something that is like the most commercial thing in the world, and yet like and people love to shit on it. And people love to shit, on it. and yet you can still get very emotionally attached to the story. And like I think yeah. I, I'm pretty sure I cried in Force Awakens when Han died. Like I think I was. I think I did. I don't remember if I did or not. I'll never see it. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, My only other two notes I have here were both cons, and they're both um, like uh, spiritually similar to one another. The first one is Star Wars is completely and utterly sexless. (laughs) (laughs) There would never be an HIV crisis in the Star Wars galaxy because no one's ever kissed. (laughs) No. 
Well, um, two people, two people have kissed, and it's one one time. It's a brother and his sister, and then right. it's uh, that sister and her like husband slash boyfriend, and they're the only ones right. that have ever done it. And no one kissed in episode nine because they never made that movie. Yeah, it was so strange. Um, and then my other one was just language. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, lot of lot of dirty words. Doesn't have oh much my of the dirty words. I'm Han so... says, "I'll see you in hell." At one point, Christian He's hell. To the Christian hell. <laughs> the, wow. I'm so glad you. They have, I'm, they have Jesus. Yeah. Wow. I'm so glad you mentioned that because it made me think of another mm-hmm. random like thing in my notes. So uh, Anthony Rapp uh, is a, a darling. Um, the other weird thing about the the movie version is that a lot of these people shouldn't be weren't rep- playing these characters. Yeah, they were at this time in their lives. Yes, they were already <laughs> like they were too old because it was they they had been doing I it ten years before. I saw that on Wikipedia. It was like they made a movie in like 2005, which is yeah. you know ten years later, yeah. and it said almost all of the actors they were, came back to reprise their roles. They, they were not too old. The, like yeah, like most most of the main cast was from the Broadway production, and most of them were too old because they're. Like the oldest of them, well, I don't know about the oldest of them, but like in the show, it's like okay, these people are like twenties, maybe twenty five. Like, you know, Mimi is nineteen. Yeah, Mimi says she's nineteen, nineteen, which which then raises some questions later when she says that she had a thing with Benny two years ago. Because you're like, okay, so you were seventeen? How old was Benny? Because especially in the movie, because he looks like he's 30, and you're like, okay, this is rough. But anyway. I think the oldest is probably Collins, and yeah. he's probably like 26. Yeah, because like, he, he's like- I think they're all early 20s. Yeah, they're supposed to be early 20s, and they don't look like it in the yeah. movie. And also, no, like most of, them, most of them are musical theater actors, and they just weren't right for a film version of this show. Anyway. Yeah. So Anthony Rapp, uh, uh, the, the reason I, I, I can't- Gosh, how did you, I connect this? Oh yeah, you said the language. So I, I was saying I, I I can't wait until someone says fuck in Star Wars. Like it's gonna happen one day. Like there's gonna be, there's gonna be there's gonna be some like Disney Plus or like like I don't know. It's it's gonna be on their weird adult app. It'll be on Hulu and it's like a dark ver. It's the Mandalorian. They'll get to say it in the Mandalorian maybe. But um the uh in the most recent star trek series which is on cbs's streaming thing start, called star trek discovery in the first season there was this big thing because uh one of the characters says fuck they're like this is so fucking cool and like there's a lot of articles they're like it's the first f word in the star trek uh like canon <laughs> and uh that and the thing is anthony rap is in that series he's like the head engineer of star trek discovery so it was very interesting to go back and watch him as a much younger person also doing musicals because i'm very used to seeing him as like this uh, incredibly blonde and incredibly pale like incredibly smart and erudite engineer on star trek for two seasons and then now i got to see him as just like mark running around on his bike and i was like oh that's cute (laughs) running around on his bike you're such a little rascal just a rascally guy. Um, but yeah, those were my only other notes. Um, the the sort of, uh, like the griminess of it is a little bit Star Wars, that sort of lived in rebellious hovel kind of stuff. But the um, the content subject matter would not fly mm. under George Lucas's <laughs> yeah. uh, prudish nose. <laughs> yeah, it's not for kids. It's not for kids. I think, I let me just run through my notes, see if there's anything else that, that is important um no no santa i did write down santa fe is in every musical which is strange um <laughs> also i wrote down one of my favorite lines that, that you song. you look familiar like your dead girlfriend it's such a strange like 
happy mm-hmm. tune for such a <laughs> sad thing to say. Uh, yeah. What else? What else? I think <laughs> there's nothing else. In- oh, yeah. Sarah Silverman's in the movie, which is strange. What? Really? <laughs> yeah. She plays Alex- Alexi Darling, right? Yeah. She plays the like. Doesn't she? Well, she plays the whenever he goes to get like a job at the the Buzz Line or whatever. She's buzz the line, yeah. yeah. Um, so that so she's been in two movies with Adam Pascal that we know of. Wow. Mm-hmm. Okay, so the thing about this movie, she also plays the hilarious character of the bitch girlfriend in School, School of Rock. Rock. Yeah, dude, I remember watching the special features on the DVD of School of Rock, and there was like an uh-huh. outtake thing where Sarah Silverman's talking, and she's like. Why don't I get to be funny? I'm funny. Why can't I be funny in this movie? And <laughs> I like th- that was my first introduction to Sarah Silverman was that movie. And so like I didn't know that she was like, like a, a comedian. comedian. <laughs> and Me so right. I-, I didn't know for a long time. And then like in retrospect, I was like, that makes <laughs> so much more sense now. Um, okay, my last thing, and this is a pro, I think, is that. I, th- what I literally wrote down is, God, this movie sucks and is great, and this musical is bad but also good. And like, mm-hmm. I think mm. that's the thing about Rent, both the stage production and the movie, is that it is wildly inconsistent, and also, it, like, your mileage will vary depending on who you are and and what time you're uh, in your life that you're absorbing it. Which I think wow. is also Star Wars, because Star Wars is incredibly wildly inconsistent. And if you miss Star Wars, you miss it. And like you don't, you know, if like you can't Ka- jump into it. Yeah, yeah, Caitlin's never watched it and is not going to. It's not going to. No, you know, right? And I sim- never will. And similar to how like I didn't watch Rent for a while and I just didn't get into it. And I think that like that's a pro. Um, but yeah, I don't know. I, that was the end of my notes that that are like germane. I'm to the like, conversation. I, I like picture myself. I, I picture you finally saying you want to watch all 11 Star Wars films Mike. and we us watching it. No, wait. <laughs> and us watching it and then me going like, like, I, I'm just, <laughs> the vision I have of me in that situation is the most embarrassing thing I can conjure in my brain. <laughs> I'm just like, okay, now this guy, his, his species is called a Wookiee. They're from <laughs> Kashyyyk, but he hasn't been to his home planet. And you don't even really know about that until the prequels. You know, like, I just, oh I just like, see all that play out. Like, now, this guy was called Walrus Man when the movie first came out, but his real name is Ponda Baba. <laughs> like, it makes me want to just jump off a building. <laughs> oh, man. Jo- I, now Josiah, I want that to have happen. Have you ever seen How I Met Your Mother? Yes. Has Mike told Most you? Most of it. Has Mike told you about when I showed him that scene of Ted Mosby showing his girlfriend Star Wars? No, he has not told me this story. Do you story. remember, do you remember I do, that scene? I do remember that scene, I believe, yes. Well, Mike has never seen How I Met Your Mother. And for a while, he was like, kind of like not pressuring me or badgering me, but just being like, are you sure you don't want to watch Star Wars? And I'd be like, yeah, <laughs> I don't want to watch it. And then I found that clip on YouTube of Ted Mosby showing his girlfriend Star Wars and how he keeps like doing that thing that you just said of being like explaining all this shit and like watching her watch the movie and then she comes back and she's like yeah I loved it I loved it blah 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 and Ted's like oh my god I'm so excited and then she turns to um what that what's that guy's fucking name Jason Siegel and Marshall Marshall Marshall, yeah and And he's like did you really like it and she's like no I hated it she was like I don't understand like why like there's this big bear that they're walking around with and like he makes a noise and they all go good idea bear let's try that like that's how I <laughs> that's how I feel about Star Wars is I'm just like I don't get it I never will yeah you can't make me watch it and that's all 
And I'm not going to because the, the that end. version of me is so embarrassing in my head. <laughs> yeah, and I'm embarrassed about it. In the original one, only Han Solo shoots his gun, but then they went back. Yeah, he shot first. <laughs> um, uh, I, 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 yeah, I never want you guys really to. Good, uh, summary, though, of like kind of what you said, Josiah, and what you just said to Caitlin of like, um, it, it is cemented into a certain portion of the population's head and it's not going anywhere no matter how many like argument like counter arguments you throw at it however many like arrows you try to throw to deflate it the person who likes it is going to be like it's my favorite thing <laughs> yeah 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 i think well so look should we rate it then we, we're running a little yeah, long i think so yeah. yeah let's try to rate it okay i'm gonna do gosh i'm trying to think of something funny that's like a little uh uh, you know, prop or something in this, but I feel like they're all like HIV AIDS related, which is yeah. tragic. Let's see. I'm going to do, I just watched the movie. So I'm going to do what's something in the movie. I'm going to do montages that <laughs> undercut, undercut the effectiveness of the song. I was going to do minutes, but our scale only goes to 10 and not <laughs> half a million. <laughs> I think I'm gonna do like. Wait, Caitlin has cameras? to. Caitlin has to give it a unit of measure too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, I forget. Do you give a unit of measure first, and then you'd give and then a you rating? Say, like however many out of ten. Yeah. Oh, okay, okay, okay. I forgot. Yeah. Okay, I'm gonna measure mine in guitar licks, which is. <laughs> Wait, guys, guys, guys. You know what? I just actually thought about it, and. Why don't we measure it in love? I, you know I, what I mean? <laughs> I was thinking that too. I was like, it could be in. Oh, I'm going to do cups of coffee. Yeah, no, I thought you were going to. That's why I didn't say it. How did I miss that? Yeah, I'm going to, you know, yeah, I'll change, I'll change mine to laughter and strife. All right. <laughs> Wait, should I pick one from yeah, Seasons of yeah, Love yeah. too? Um, Knowing though that you also are giving are it measuring those guitar it. I'll measure it in. Mm-hmm. It, uh, oh, no. I'm going to measure it in diapers. Yes! Yes! Diapers, report cards, in spoke yeah, that's, wheels, that's the second speeding verse. tickets. <laughs> Why didn't I pick spokes wheels? <laughs> yeah, they're like, they saved the lesser fun yeah. stuff for the second part, Very, second part of the yeah, song. They're like, these that's are like, a real, that's a real uh, case diapers. of shepherds why this jubilee. <laughs> <laughs> uh, why are these joyful strains prolong? Um, okay. <laughs> it's a real, the new moon hay. <laughs> the new moon hay. Uh, oh okay, my God. Okay. All right. Well, I'm going to give it, coffee, gosh, I, I, I even though we've given it, even though we've given it a lot of pros, I think the cons mm-hmm. outweigh the fact uh, the pros because sure. it is a musical and it's like very much real in its period. I'm gonna say with the pros we gave it, I'm gonna give it four laughter and strife. Mm. <laughs> okay, so like, is that two laughters and two strifes? <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's it's even 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 mix of laughter and strife because there's some levity and some serious and some stuff. strife. Yeah. Uh, what about you, Caitlin? Um. Well, I am going to, I'm measuring it in diapers and I'm also thinking about like all the pros and cons that we've talked about. I feel like they all kind of like, you know, cancel each other out. So the, the biggest thing that I'm basing this off of is like my own personal interest in it and they could not be more different. 
to me <laughs> rent and star right. wars based on like how i'm interested in them so i'm gonna give it one diaper <laughs> <laughs> Fantastic. I, Fantastic. I just want to like tell people what this podcast is, but not give them the thing we say at the top of like, we're saying not how good something is, but how Star Wars something is. So like we just say, it's a review show where we rate and review things. Like the, our most recent episode we did was Rent and our guest gave it one diaper. <laughs> <laughs> just no context. Uh, one diaper. <laughs> um, and I am doing uh, cups of coffee and um, because I listened to Rent today and I thought about Star Wars today and we're recording this podcast today, I'm going to give it as many cups of coffee as I drank today, which was two regular sized ones and one really big one, which was kind of like two. So I'm going to give it also, I'm going to call it like three and a half cups sure. of coffee. Okay. <laughs> well, I think with our two fours and Caitlin's one, it's probably around three anyway. So yeah. that's solid. Yeah. <laughs> Well, uh, let's wrap up because we got some more stuff I think we really did some important do. work today. I think we might actually win a Pulitzer Prize for a drama. You should. Yeah. I uh, hope you do. We gave Rent we, one diaper. Yeah. I we can to, guarantee yeah. you. Well, you did. <laughs> Josiah and I just danced around for a while. But um, <laughs> I'm going to guarantee that no critic during any run or revival or regional production of Rent ever gave it one diaper out of ten diapers. Yeah, <laughs> Almost certainly. I agree. Almost certainly not. <laughs> Um, but uh, we should wrap up. So it's a, uh, do you want us on the internet? Because uh, if you do, <laughs> we're at stars on Twitter and Instagram. Uh, you can send us an email at agoodpodcast at gmail.com. Um, you can find Mike on his stuff. Take it away, Mike. Yeah, I'm uh, wordgospel09 on Instagram and also YouTube and Twitter. I'm Mike Gospel. Caitlin, do you want to plug any of your things? Oh, uh, yeah, you can follow me on Instagram. My handle is Kiki underscore Serza. I think that's also my handle for Twitter, too. Um, don't Ooh. follow me on Facebook. Just do Twitter and Instagram if you must. <laughs> Both of those things are protected, so I will have to give you permission. <laughs> Damn straight. Um, I also uh, created a website recently for my voiceover right. and acting work. So uh, if you want to, if you're interested in hiring me or just want to like tell me how good my website looks, it's josiahrobinson.biz. Yeah, that's right. Dot B-I-Z. Uh, He's a businessman. <laughs> Not yeah, a businessman. <laughs> the dot com was taken, but the dot biz made me smile, so I thought I'd go for it. Uh, but I think it's about time for Tubby Bye Bye, right? Yeah, tell your friends about the show. Give us a five-star review, please, because we need that. <laughs> yeah. And yeah, no, it's uh, definitely time for Tubby Bye Bye. The wonderful thing about Tigger. <laughs> <laughs> so, like we always say, we, Do you want love, to just we love you. <laughs> Hold on, sorry. I, oh, let's yep. Oh, Caitlin's doing it too. Yes, <laughs> she knows. Okay. Yeah, I, I know. Know I hear I... it every friggin' week. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so like we always say, we, we love you, and may the fourth, fourth be with you. With you. In diapers, report in cars. diapers, <laughs> in diapers, and only in diapers. diapers. <laughs> Just so, so Was I diapers remember. In we didn't start the fire. <laughs> <laughs>